Welcome to Well Played VHS, Well Played's film and TV show podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by James Wood. Howdy, viewers. And Nathan Hennessy. G'day, g'day. And we are here. We're very excited. Exhorted. We are excited to talk about Twisted Metal, the TV show, the adaptation of the classic PlayStation game. It has hit Peacock. It has hit Stan. We've watched all 10 episodes and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Um, so let's kick off straight into it. Let's not uh, waste too much time spinning our tyres. Let's get right into it. Hey, uh, so I'm actually going to probably be doing the review for this, not James, I've, I've uh, taken over the uh, the mantle there. Uh, but I want to hear from Nathan first because, Nathan, you've been saving your little thoughts in a bottle there. Um, I want you to pop that bottle and uh, tell us what you thought of Twisted Metal, the TV show. Absolutely. I'll give you a little whiff of what's in this bottle. So I don't mind Twisted Metal. I think it's perfectly okay. This is a show that I would have expected to be watching 10 years ago on like uh, AMC or Sci-Fi Channel, uh, it's it feels very dated in terms of it's not very visually interesting. It's not it's not a prestige show by any stretch of the imagination. This is this is a, a bit of a, a, a comical, violent, sweary comedy that doesn't take too many risks, but is perfectly you know like popcorn palatable. Um, with, I guess, enough silly gags that at times I did actually find myself smiling, if not having a little chuckle. So it had just enough to keep me entertained. I appreciated that they're just 30-minute episodes, so it didn't overstay its welcome, even though the second half of the series is bogged down by some pretty unnecessary backstory and flashbacks that we could have just done without in what is effectively a prequel series to Twisted Metal. It takes a little while to establish that, but it's not... We don't get Twisted Metal from Twisted Metal. This isn't like the games. This isn't a big car combat slaughter fest. Leads up to that, that's not what this is. Mm. Um, that's actually a good little segue, because in my review I kind of opened with, you know, when they announced that they were doing a Twisted Metal TV show, it was kind of like... Like, what? Like, why? Like, this is an IP that you've literally not cared about for 10 years pretty much or more. I think the last game was 2012. I think this um, one was in the clearance shelf. Yeah, so it's kind of like, you know, yes, you know, Sony's having a bit of a fire sale when it comes to, you know, getting getting their IPs out there for films and shows and stuff, but it was always such a strange uh, choice for this to be made. And I was always very, very curious to see how they would adapt this into a TV show. And um, I think, you know, James wrote in his little uh, three at preview your impressions uh, and we've agreed that this is actually a very cool take on that IP. I think what the, the actual baseline premise of, you know, the world's gone to shit. Uh, so if, if you haven't seen it or if you haven't seen it, if you, well, if you haven't seen it while you're even here, probably go and watch it before you listen to this because there's going to be spoilers. But if you, it, um, for whatever reason, you don't care and you want to listen to it, the premise is really that the world is, it's um, been 20 years since a power failure kind of divided America into these walled cities um, that are effectively, uh, you've got to earn or only select few kind of get, uh, get access and get citizenship to these cities. Every, everyone else is kind of out in this wasteland area where they're kind of fighting for themselves, fending for themselves. 
and just doing, you know, doing whatever it takes to kind of survive, you know, and it's, it's a world that is uh, run by, uh, you know, megalomaniac uh, law enforcers, um, gangs, uh, cults, you know, and, and other what, what are called milkmen. And uh, that's where we get our main character, who is Anthony Mackey, um, who stars as John Doe. Now, his name is John Doe because he has no recollection of his childhood before the, the outbreak. Uh, sorry, not the outbreak, before the, uh, the power failure. And he is a milkman. And what a milkman is, it's a delivery uh, driver that takes deliveries from one walled city to another walled city. And I think as a premise, that's, you know, pretty cool. Like, you know, that's from what they've taken. It's kind of like uh, very little bits of like Last of Us in there, you know, I mean, you know, post-apocalyptic kind of stuff. But um, kind of to what Nathan said, they haven't gone that serious kind of route. They've kind of gone a bit silly with it in a lot of ways and and, and they've um, sprinkled in a bunch of characters from the, the Twisted Metal franchise. Quite uh, a lot actually. S- some of it works, some of it just kind of feels like it's there because why not? Like there's yeah. one there's one or two characters that don't make really any sense um, in terms of them being the Twisted Metal character. Correct. Uh, their character in the, in, in the world is fine but when they it's like, hey, they're revealed as a Twisted Metal character, you kind of like... It's just a ticker box kind of, like, kind of thing, and um, but overall, I uh, I didn't love the first three episodes. I thought that's and it's interesting because James and I got access to the three episodes before release. Uh, Nathan, you guys, you also watched those as well, mm. uh, and I found it a very um, interesting little slice to give. I think if they'd given the fourth, the fourth kind of starts to open up a little bit, I think, in terms of where it's going. Um, I think the, the three are kind of, they're a little bit shit. Like I kind of came came away being like, this is not good. Like this is worse than what, you know, I wasn't, I didn't have huge expectations, you know, as uh, you know, Nathan said, this is not a prestige show, right? I wasn't expecting a water cooler conversations thing. You know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to go to work you know, after this drops and, you know, everyone's talking about Twisted Metal kind of thing, but I expected better. Um, But as the kind of season, as the kind of season went, I kind of started to not so much appreciate, but just accepted uh, what the show was and what it was trying to do. And I kind of grew to love, not sorry, not love, grew to like the characters a bit more. Um, and it was fine. Like it's it's a it's a you know to get it straight out there. I'm probably going to score it a six out of ten. Um, it was fine. It was fun. It was flawed. Um, yeah. And it's you know if if you want to chuck another f bomb in there, it's it's probably forgettable. You know. Yeah. Um, so that's where it probably lands. If we weren't watching this because Well Played is a site that's interested in video games, its adaptations, its IPs and where it exists in the culture. This isn't a show that I would watch and it's not a show that I would feel like I'm missing. Happy to have watched it though. Quite pleased mm. that we've had this forum to actually indulge it. But it's 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 not going to get season two. It can't, surely. Well, we'll no. talk about that soon because James is passed on some information that I wasn't even aware of. But before we get to that, James, what did you what are your thoughts on season 1 of Twisted Metal? Um, you know, uh, 
I think I, I passed off the review, the written component of this review to you because I didn't necessarily want my opinion on this to be like the, the site's opinion on this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not the kindest to, to certain things, let's say. Um, I, I thought this was charming at times, um, well-intended, bad, um, is, is sort of where I landed. I, I don't think it's, I said this in the preview that I wrote as well, but like, I don't think it's funny enough to be a comedy and I don't think it's well-written enough to be a drama, which it very clearly takes a bunch of points to be like, well, this is the serious moment. And and at first I was like, am I missing the joke here? Am I supposed to be sort of laughing at how serious they're playing this? But as the show goes on, as it gets a bit more into Quiet's backstory and a lot of the, the body mutilation stuff and the, the societal commentary, I definitely get the impression that they thought that they were doing something with this at times. Um, and, and to me, it was just the most boilerplate forgettable kind of world building character work, everything about it. Like every, every plot beat that happened, I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah. It's, it's, this is just going to happen now. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I also thought the action wasn't very good. Like, I just don't know what this did well, other than the fact that like holistically watching it, I didn't hate my time. I just don't think it's good. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so I, in, in, I actually do praise the actors. I, I think all the actors here actually perform really well. I think they carry a lot of the shitty writing or and like the cringe writing mm. and the bad jokes, and it's it's lifted ever so slightly by their performance. I think uh, mm. I'm trying to find the exact line here. I can't remember where it is, but I think I wrote like Mackie is as compelling as he is irritating. Um, yeah. I think like, you know, he's super charismatic and there are times where like, he just kind of brings you along for the ride with him. And, you know, I felt like I was always rooting for him. Like I always kind of wanted him to, cause he was just that upbeat. He had that energy, but. He's got this boyishness to him that I haven't really seen before. Correct. It's, it's very but he innocent. Was, yeah. He was, but there were just parts of his character that just shit me to tears. Like they were just. It was too dumb. Like not even he, or not even not even you know the acting could save that. And then one of the lines, or it's it's that scene between him and Nev Campbell or Raven, when they're talking about you know what do you want? And he's like, I'd love some two ply toilet paper. And he, she's like, Well, I can do better than that. And he's like, Three ply? It's just <laughs> like, yeah, it's a cheap seat kind of uh, joke. And I think they they saddle him with a fair bit of it. But like, yeah, like to your point, Nathan, like he does have a good boyishness to him here. That naivety does work in his favor. Um, They also just need him to be like, cool action hero at times as well. And then love interest as well. It's it's a lot for the parameters they established for that character in those first few episodes. Mm. And it's, okay. And this is just a question. It's just something that I was thinking of the whole time I was watching it. But do you find that there's a a lack of urgency in their quest mm. to get where they're going. They spend all yep. this time fucking around doing certain things, like boozing up quite a bit. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. don't you have a schedule? Like, aren't you like hellbent on getting to this Yeah, place? it's like the second to last episode, they do a title card where it's like 48 hours remaining. It's like, since when? Like, yeah. since when did you give a shit about this? Like, yeah. I know that they state that they do, but you're right. And it's, I think it's a byproduct of the fact that it's not particularly well directed, mm. um, is that like there is no urgency, there's no momentum to events. Uh, they feel like they're just moving between vacant parking lots. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, you actually just nailed, like, hit, hit the nail on the head with one of the biggest issues with the show I found. And it's, if you pull the corners up on the plot here, it's it's pretty dirty underneath. There's not really anything there. Uh, so mm-hmm. at, at, there's a point where Quiet turns up at the compound where the police uh, sort of nested. And 
the, they're very quick at telling us just during those those sequences that five days have passed since that she's been on the road mm. since her brothers died since this has kicked off five days have passed they've already resurrected a beautiful memorial statue to a police officer that died at like literally five days before and stuff like that like this game has rather the show has no concept of time in its plot like it's mm. just not there and when it, when they pretend it is it's bonkers uh, mm. And it's it's just probably going to just cheese off a few people who are looking for any kind of narrative consistency in this show because it's not really there. Yeah, I kind of felt like if I just embraced what it was yeah, that I had the silly. A, yeah, and I kind of was like, well, this is from the dudes that did, uh, it's from, I'm trying to find the names, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, who were the writers on Deadpool and Zombieland. So when you, and I, I've added Zombieland into the review I think um, uh, deliberately because there's a lot of that silly mm-hmm. shit dialogue that is I, kind of that is kind of like less shit because of um, who the Emma Stone who, and who, there's who's the main guy in Zombieland? Woody Harrelson, Harrelson. Right? is it? Yeah. Is it Woody Harrelson? Yeah, and I think yeah. he, he's. I, <coughs> I always found him quite entertaining, and mm-hmm. and that kind of links back to what I was saying with the actors. I think. Sweet Tooth is like I'm trying to find the bits here in the review, but where the fuck is it? Um, I thought he was voiced excellently. I thought I thought Will Arnett did a great mm-hmm. job. I thought the uh, how I'll try. And re- <laughs> so I've said this rendition of of Sweet Tooth is as mad as a cut snake because uh, he is just <laughs> a fucking loose unit. This is just he is unhinged as, as uh, well. The the actual line I wrote is he is a. I can't even say the ice cream properly, but a Neapolitan mix of sinister, goofy and unhinged. Uh, like he's a one-man army capable of eliminating an entire outpost, but his best friend is a fucking paper bag. Like, <laughs> um, That is good. Like it just yeah. – he's so – he's such a cool idea for a character, right? But then mm-hmm. they make him dumb. And I think like a very loose idea I had ahead of him in my, in my head and it wasn't a particularly good one, but the idea of it, like the visual idea, the visual concept, and I, and I told you earlier, James, it's like a bit like Queen Phoenix, how have you say his first name, his version of the Joker and Peter Griffin. Like it's just, <laughs> it's that dark and fucked up mindset, but yeah, immature, <laughs> immature, yeah. yeah, imm- yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought like Arnett was like, like the whole time that he was on on because um, I wrote you know it bores on being sob so that you wonder why Will Arnett would even take this gig, um, mm. but he's but it never stops being entertaining. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like I was, I knew it was shit. Like I was watching shit TV, right? But I was entertained. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, he definitely holds it together, and I think um, what is it S- Samoa Joe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, his physical presence as well well yeah, he goes a long yeah, way. Yeah. Like. As a combination, I, I think it's because I mean it's also a lot in the eyes, right? It's like he has to act yeah. that way, and he he does a really yeah. good job of it. Um, yeah, I I always had a pretty good time when he was on screen, um, which isn't I, a heap. No, no, and the ending. Well, yeah, and I mean we'll talk about the backstories, but that was. <laughs> um, mm. But speaking of backstories, and another person who I did, actually thought was quite good. Well, I mean, there's only really one major character left. That was Agent Stone, who um, shouts to Big Lyle from George of the Jungle. I was hoping you fucking would too. Because I was sitting there, I was like, when we bring him up, I'll jump and straight onto the one association us boys better have. 
Um, <laughs> I thought he was – I like, I hate his character. I thought his character was dog shit, right? But I thought, he, again, he played that role perfectly. Or not – like, maybe not perfectly, but, you know, but very well. Um, you got, you, you know, you got the sense that he, he was a tyrannical – Tyrannical? Tyrannical. Tyrannical, like, you know. Tyrannical. Yeah, like this power-hungry cop. And then, um, yeah, I thought it was – I thought I thought it was the acting did a lot of heavy heavy lifting for, for this show, um, mm-hmm. which helps, you know. Yeah. I think um, most of the actors in this have screen presence, uh, which most shows really struggle to find. So um, it, it definitely helps. Uh, but the issue that I have and I think and James and we've kind of touched on this a little bit is I felt like it didn't quite know like what it wanted to be. Like um, mm. it doesn't take itself too seriously but then it does take itself seriously. And it's like you – it feels like the writers want you to care and that's where we get these backstories that give you context as to why Sweet Tooth is fucking fucked up. It's why we get Agent Stone is fucked up and it's why we get, you know, what happened in Quiet's backstory. And But then some of it's just fucking – ridiculous like you look at agent stones and the fact that he was a mall cop or a renter cop or whatever it was or a low you know low level cop and got bullied by two girls you know in in this scenario who were what having a cigarette Mm. and then i don't know it was just stupid yeah it, it's because he's such a like cartoonishly evil character. And then that backstory mm. essentially is like, you know, he was actually a good cop trying his best and like all the citizens just bullied him into murdering children basically, which yeah. is literally what happens. Um, and like that's in that third episode. Right. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I think it might be oh, the f- fucking is it boy. The third or the fourth? The no, cause I'm pretty sure I tried to include it in my preview. Oh yes, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it's yeah, still there, I, by the way. Eh, nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, look, I, <laughs> I just thought that shit was um, supremely dumb and I, I kind of worried that it was maybe indicative of like a uglier, I don't know, academic bent this show might have had, but like this show has nothing to say. Um, like I don't think it, it's, you know, doing anything wrong in that regard with cops or anything like that. I do think there's some there's some interesting stuff around the maybe some colorblind casting with what they do with the people of color in this show and the roles they have to play in the things they end up doing. I, I find like the, uh, what's um the, the two guys that join the cops, right? Stu. Um, you think of Mike? Mike it's and Stu. Yeah. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. So Mike's character, his reveling in police brutality and violence. I didn't understand for a black actor. I, I thought that that was um, a bit of a strange choice to, to play it that way. Um, but again, I think that's the closest you could possibly come to like an actual uh, meaningful criticism of the show. I think the rest of it is just, yeah, it's just a bit shit. I mean, you know? I, I, he revels in it and then he doesn't. And then that's all we took. That, that, that's it. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I took it as the guy was just a, a big softy um, kind mm. of thing. Um, what, um, Stu? Stu. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't dislike Stu's character. I, I thought that actor was, again, like the acting is fine. But again, um, but his character yeah, is just, just nothing. Like, what it doesn't, there's nothing there. No. Um, like the paper bag is more fucking meaningful than. When it cut to okay, so like when when um we're Stu thinking and, of the uh, same thing, I hope. Yeah, when when they come out into the courtyard and all of the uh, sweet tooth followers are dead, <laughs> and he's just like, "Why would you do this?" And it cuts to the paper bag with a revolver next to it. <laughs> Funniest joke in the show. I genuinely laughed. I, uh, I, I thought that was pretty good. Do you think a close second was um 
I think it might be the final episode of the second last episode where Sweet Tooth needs to check in the back of the van while he's driving. So he just puts the paper bag on the seat. He's like, you'll take care of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'll drive. Is this with his head on fire as well? By the yeah, 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 yeah. By Which I thought point, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a cool throwback to the to the games, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it looked fine as well, you know. But that's, but that's not, obviously where some of the budget went. That's not that. That's not practical. Like, I'm, I'm, oh, is it? Well, is it too I mean, soon what? to talk about where the rest of the budget went? Licensed soundtrack. Oh uh, well. So yeah. okay, well, actually, that would make sense. Yeah. Let me finish this sentence because like that because this ties into what you're probably going to talk about. Um, it might be in a different fucking sentence, but anyway, uh, I was talking about the uh, choir and. And Doe, right? Or, you know, Mackie and mm-hmm. Beatriz, Beatriz, um, um, Stephanie, how have you said Stephanie Beatriz, yeah. 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 Um, you know, how I thought their combination at the start was a bit meh. You know, you got this guy that does not shut up, like he yaps nonstop, and then you got, you know, quiet because um, mm-hmm. she doesn't talk. But then, you know, they become, they you know, their bond starts to kind of, Get get a bit better, but they're either constantly like at each other's throats, and they're all they're either swearing at it or you know they 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 go from swearing at one another, insulting one another, to listening to fucking two thousands pop, right? Yeah, um, yeah. It was I think there was a little bit too much of it, and it was it reminded me a little bit of Resident Evil film when we saw Leon listening to Jennifer Page oh. Crush. Yes, I got that. Yeah, that kind of vibe I, that where, occurred to me as well. Where oh, I was yeah. like, I was like, this is a cool idea in theory, but it made it just. I think for this for the for the show, they went too many. Oh yeah, yeah. This, it, yeah. it's got that moment from Resident Evil times. Yeah, well, it's it's got one of those moments like every one episode. An episode. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, like I don't mind, you know, have in this show. I think it makes sense to have one or two here or there. Mm-hmm. Um, but to have it fucking nonstop, and then just the arguing over the fucking Hanson CD, I was like, mate, yeah. Well, their whole dynamic is just the most predictable thing you could have imagined. I remember yep. I got to like episode eight, and I was like, oh, okay, so this will be the episode where they they have the falling out and they have to come back together before the end. And it's like, yep, there it is. It's just mm. there's yeah, there, there's not much cooking here. I thought I thought um, the chemistry improved though as the show went on I, th- I thought, I thought their dynamic definitely got better and I actually grew to enjoy Quiet's character I thought I thought mm-hmm. even though it was a little bit predictable and you know you kind of I, it, that backstory I thought thought was probably the best of them mm. um, well because it was one that was the most like I think committed to the bit of yeah. it didn't undercut itself with jokes it, it was yeah. quite physically uncomfortable to watch yeah um, and I actually yeah. think she I've never th- I never thought she's probably the strongest act. Uh, like I think if you look at this list, probably down, mm-hmm. probably down the bottom in terms of actors. Um, mm. But I thought that they, they were one of the, the the best ones really. I mean, there's not you know yeah. there's there's not many to go from. But I thought their performance of their character was was great. Mm-hmm. Like you know I, I was actually quite. That's actually not not a pun, but um, got a little bit emotional. At one point, I think yep. it was yeah. Um. Hmm. I I felt something, and this is so dumb, but I felt something with the car montage. Um, when he when the car gets blown up, and you oh. get that like um, again another <laughs> really fucking st- it's another song. 
Yeah, the uh, the Evanescence song, right? I, I thought that that was so dumb, but it looped a rap back around to being like, okay, I see what you're doing here. Like, um, I, I didn't I didn't hate it. Also, when she asked him, how did you learn how to do this? And he just goes, then I just put bits and pieces in the car and see what figured out. Mate, mm-hmm. you're taking the fucking piss, mate. Like, come on. You're, not, you're not loving that car accuracy? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Um, I do want to shout out. Uh, this is such a small part, but um, the like the the botanist uh, who poisons oh, yeah. them mm-hmm. at some point, uh, D- Diane Rodriguez is the actress's name. I loved her presence in this show. She was so weird, um, mm. and she was one of the few times where I kind of sat up a bit because it felt like someone was making a bit of a choice with a character. Um, I just yeah really liked her. Just wanted to give that a shout out. Yeah, she was good, um, and like ugh, the holy man, like this. Oh, it's just yeah. like yeah. when he's talking about bone in the car. I was like, this is just, it's just yeah. not funny. Like it's just not funny. And it's, yeah, it was for the joke and the joke didn't land. And then, and that, that and then guy, they kept on it. They kept, they come back to it a few times. And I really like that actor. I think he's quite a funny actor. He's been several things that I have enjoyed. He's just doing his J bit from, from Big Mouth. Yeah. Just, I'm, I'm going to fuck everything. <laughs> um, have you ever seen The League? Yeah, man. That that's yeah. the first thing I saw him in. That yeah, was same. Nick Kroll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that like that's kind of like what I, he's again. The he's just the same, faked, isn't he? the, the, the dude that faked being in the Twin Towers during nine eleven. <laughs> but the, the main that. actor from the league. Yeah. Yeah. A little trivia for you. Yeah. That's why you don't uh, see him in anything now. Really? Oh, that's um. Yes. 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 Yeah. Uh, we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> what do we think of uh old Neve Campbell? I thought she. I thought her. You could tell she's a good actor. Uh, yeah. Like, she didn't have much much of a part to play, but her she made her presence felt. Like I felt like she was powerful, even though the show wanted mm-hmm. to make me feel that. I just felt in her delivery. Yeah, she has a very confident physical presence. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought the the scene where she opens up the the tub uh, was the closest I got to like clicking with her interpretation of like an evil overlord kind of thing. I thought but, most of the other, like when she opens up the package, right? The thing that oh, the whole show has been built around yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's just a tub of ice cream uh, and she takes a bite. She's like, they fucked up my order. Like I enjoyed that, you know, it very predictable, but I did have a good time with it. Um, but either side of that, I found the whole like, come on, John, I'm giving you a job. Like it was like, oh, okay, I, I've seen this archetype before. Yeah, yeah. Neve, you've obviously shown up for one day of work. I mean, good on you. Um, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was such a strange – because I've written here, like, there's obviously caveats to being in these cities, right? Uh, ooh. Mm. Um, I, I don't quite understand, like, how's yeah. it, how does it all work? Like, why was everyone – and, you know, in the end, why was everyone kind of on her payroll to be mm-hmm. John's mate? Like, the show's not interested in building this world out. No. It, it just needs to get from set piece to set piece. Yeah. Um, and the lack of car combat was disappointing. And so it, weird. And even the main, there was only really, there was probably two big fights really, wasn't it? Start and the it was, end. It was one, yeah, one at the start and one at the end. The end one was fine. Like, um, But there was nothing kind of in the middle. Like They didn't even really get attacked that much. No. Nah. There's a lot of car parks. Just... <laughs> It was just that electrical storm, so they ended up fucking making use of that plastic ball pit. 
Uh, with, might I say, a fantastic song choice with Jaquan's Tipsy, which makes no fucking sense when you're getting down and dirty in a ball pit, but fuck it made me grin. <laughs> Everybody in the club get tipsy. And <laughs> 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 they're just smashing. <laughs> fucking dumb show, man. And then making burgers, like, and, f- like, uh, mm. fuck. Yeah. Though that was very, uh, to kind of go back to the... Um, the, the fucking what do you call it? the flashback where they were in that that mm. uh, burger joint that was that's in uh, yeah, like you know that that whole law, well not law but like that side of the story is mm-hmm. I was intrigued by that like but tell yeah, me, it go. like yeah like tell me more yeah so like like what happened like you know mm-hmm. now they're in this the same burger joint but it's abandoned and like people what, like have what slaves there's like yeah. private military companies patrolling the streets just because. It's necessary. People are just going hog wild. Mm-hmm. It's treated as normal, but it's it's intriguing, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the, and then they I, just go, we don't care anymore. Bye bye. Go smash yeah. in the ball pit. Not to belabor a point, I guess, but I, I do definitely get the impression that if this had a HBO budget and was filmed like a HBO thing, I think people would be fucking losing their minds for some of this backstory stuff because it would be like presented in a prestige way, and they would think it's. Mm. exceptionally cool um i kind of like watching this i couldn't help but think about the last of us tv show and i was like oh there it is they're they're so similar like in terms of like the the looseness of what they're doing with their commentary on apocalypses and stuff um i i don't know i just i I thought some of that pre-fall stuff and then cutting back to the aftermath and i was like i i get it i get what you're doing here Mm. um what do you think uh, of sweet tooth's bloody backstory so I was like, surely they're not going to have him kill the dog. <laughs> he kills the dog. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, but even, very strange. Like the, even, this, even the moment right before that uh, when he's eating his sandwich or whatever and mm. you know my dad and then yeah. it's just like, yeah, yeah I know. It was, you're damn right I'm not yeah. your dad. Like, dad, you better be thankful, you little shit. Like, oh, okay, yeah, everyone's everyone's a cartoon. Like, yeah. And, um, mm, yeah. I thought the actually, mm. I thought the next a step in that story was actually kind of interesting where they went back to the prison. Um, mm-hmm. That interesting was in, is a choice word for it. Well, like I felt, I thought it was, wasn't as shit as what I thought it, you know, it could have been like, it was yeah. still an odd choice for him to bring him back and. Um, bring stewed meat, mum and dad. I mean, I, th- I thought, <laughs> I thought that scene itself was actually quite ridiculous. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of liked that, that, you know, that he was locked up in this thing there and they never came so So he fucking went and he went psycho and just brought him back there and left him to die. Mm-hmm. Um, that was, you know, if, it, you yeah. know, if I was in his position, you know, I can probably, yeah, probably do the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I did like the end of, like the very end of John's story, I think deciding that like that photo he'd been carrying around and the idea of like, Hey, the person that I was then doesn't actually really matter anymore because I'm just not that person anymore. I think that's a, a novel way of ending sort of an amnesia family backstory uh, thing mm. that was going on there. And then I think they totally fuck it up by having um, big twist ba- baby doll face or whatever at the very end being all like, I hear, you know, my brother, like, Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, even just that end is just so dumb. Uh, it's, uh, I know. 
I know. Also, um, did you, like, I assume this was meant to be a joke, right? But Quiet, uh, at the end, you know, her, her character arc sort of culminates in her um, deciding to rob milkmen so that she can give deliveries to the poor people that live in between walled cities. It mm. makes perfect sense for her. But, like, she threw out, like, a tub of what looked like, um, like... Onions? Turnips? Or something, yeah. Yeah, and, and they're just, like, chewing them, like, yeah. I was like, <laughs> is this meant to be funny? <laughs> like... <laughs> I did wonder the same thing. I was like, are these people all got Tony Abbott blood in them or something? Because he yeah, fucking loves. <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah, yeah. It's a very odd regifting moment. Like they're yeah. all just sitting I, on the wall. She's like, yeah, here you go, pass the parcel. But even yeah. that moment when, like, I, this was that kind of disconnect between this brutal world and, like, remember you know, when she's leaving, and you could fuck man, you could see that coming a mile away that that they weren't going to let them both in. Yeah. Um, and so then she goes, you know, your annual milkman, and then gives her the delivery, and she just goes and throws yeah. it to the crowd, and then gets in the car yeah. and drives off. Like, surely mm-hmm. in that instance, you would have thought that they would have just killed her. Yeah, that's oh, exactly what I thought. Given too. how brutal and how upfront, you know, they were with these guns in their faces, and mm-hmm. yeah, that's just like, oh shit, can't believe she's done that. Foiled us, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> what a radical. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they do. They have a revolution mode. All right. Yeah. You got one. You got this. You got yes. us this time. <laughs> Next time we'll get you. <laughs> uh, that one's on us. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Anything else? Know, let me just scroll through this review. Anything else we can talk about? Uh, um, Cal- oh, yeah. So there's yeah, a voice in a wall. Yeah. And that whole, again, that whole scene is so, the smoke and just the. Pizza, deep dish, deep dish. Oh, it's a pizza. Fake. What's a and pizza? And then he has pizza later on. They just brush past it. He's like, oh, yeah, pizza. Yeah. Yeah. That whole date thing is just, or oh, oh, when he, oh, this actually really annoyed me. But when the guy comes to the door with the pizza and he goes, goes oh, yeah, I've got to give you something, right? He gives him bullets. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. But, but you got money right there. Oh, oh okay. He goes, he goes, oh, I know how hard it would have been to get this here. He goes, nah, like, not really. Like, I, I know what they were doing. Yeah. But it's not the right. Yeah. Like, surely John knows now that he's inside this safe haven, this utopia. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like it was outside. So why are yeah. you acting? Mm-hmm. Just, just say thank you and give him the money. If we're having a quick winch, I'll quickly throw one in. Um, Bloody Mary, about halfway through, when oh, they're at yes. the little truck stop with the with the other milkman. Uh, she's sitting outside the shower when Quiet goes for a little little shower clean up, and uh, she just theatrically tries to take a bump of what we assume is coke off of a very broad knife. <laughs> decides to snozzle it halfway down the knife with this big bump of coke that's still sitting on the end, and they don't like edit it out or nothing. It's like the weakest. <laughs> coke bump i've ever seen on screen so mm-hmm. twisted metal earns that and i've you know yeah. we've seen some pretty unconvincing coke bumps over the year but that one takes the cake <laughs> uh th- again that that scene it's just like 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 where's the urgency for them like they've you know they they, Mate, they get gotta their... see a dude crack a watermelon with his schlong it, you know important oh, things got to occur that um, iconic scene from the twisted metal video I game know. <laughs> um Look at my but it's like, you know, weapon. they've got like, they arrive and they're like, all right, you go get the supplies. I'll get the gas. Let's get the fuck out of here. But and also then they let's just, stay the night. 
Well, they just fuck around and get tanked again. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, that, like, so, I mean, that's the example I use. I just, just say, like, right near my end, I say there, there's a tonal whiplash to Twisted Metal. Like, one minute someone's crushing a watermelon with their penis, uh, the next we're viewing, like, uh, a sad moment from someone's past designed to get some form of investment in the character before a dick joke or a fuck you, you know, kills the mood kind of thing. Like, um, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's um I said in my review of uh High on Life that I feel like engaging with it critically was to lose the game of chicken it's playing with you. And I kind of get the same impression from Twisted Metal where it's mm. like this clearly I, I kind of feel like any criticism is going to be deflected with, oh, it's just a bit of fun, don't worry about it. Um, even if you were to say, yeah, but I don't think it's all that fun either. Like it just you're in a bit of a no-win position with a production like this because it's not very serious about itself except when it is. And then if you were to say otherwise, it would just say I'm not being serious in that moment though. Mm. Um, there's no, there's no real solid ground to stand on with criticizing something like this. Uh, I know that I've, I mean, I think we've all been pretty really like, well negative. And I know I said at the start, but I did actually, I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I, but I, I don't think it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, like I, I don't feel negatively about it. Like no. I just don't think it's good. No, and yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, and I just I think my like my final line here is just that if I think if you're looking for something to fill a weekend on the couch, and you know, this is worth this is just worth a watch just to see what you think. Yep. Um, if you don't sit with it, then move on to something else. But um, something I really wanted to touch on in the review, but I haven't because it doesn't kind of fit. I don't think. But we talk about a Game Pass game. Mm. this feels like a streaming TV show, if, you, if that makes sense. You know, like I know that yeah. doesn't really fit because obviously TV shows are pretty much always to streaming now, but it's that kind of concept where it's this sort of level of production. It's what you get. You're not paying for it as, mm. as such, but, you know, take it, uh, sorry, tr- try it. You don't like it, move on to the next thing. It's content. Um, yeah. 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 So... Um, on that note though, Peacock, uh, I think they reportedly lost 650 million last quarter or something like that. Like it it seems like they're, they're tanking money at this point. Um, and so I can't imagine that this thing is getting another season because I I can't imagine Peacock originals is going to be around for much longer. Like it's one of those things that streaming is I think collapsing in real time. Um, and I don't envision twisted metal being the thing to, to save a network. No, and it's a shame when you've got a show that it, it does the typical Netflix thing where it's it's clearly built up towards something, where you've got an effectively a cliffhanger ending, set up a few threads for another season that surely we won't get. Like, I can't see us getting it, particularly with the strikes going on and stuff at the mm-hmm. moment. This mm-hmm. has got to get put back right back in the dark corners of the cupboard. Yeah, it'll be that thing that in like five mm. years' time people are like, oh, yeah, remember that? <laughs> mm. And I would actually like to see a second season just to see too. just to see where they actually take how they've left it, um, mm-hmm. and what they do because it sounds like there would be like more col- like more car combat, I guess. Um, well, I mean, they set up the yeah. twisted metal right at the end, yeah. right? Is the idea that there's a, there's a car tournament coming up? She he's going to be her driver. Um, butter bing, butter boom. Yeah. But and then his yeah. sister's there as well. So. Yep. <sighs> Looking like the Court of Owls, motherfuckers. Mm. If, if let's just say hypothetically, Peacock uh, goes under, 
what streaming service could you see this getting a revival on? Just Amazon. You reckon? Okay. Yeah, for me, it kind of looks like shows I'm watching on Amazon at the moment. In a way, like mm. it, it kind of has an Amazon original budget. Mm. I'd agree with that. It it certainly doesn't look like a Netflix production, um, which is, I guess, one of the higher compliments I can give something at this point. Yeah, but, to, um, to be clear, it looks better. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I agree. Um, yeah, I, I I could definitely see Amazon picking this up. Um, I can't imagine it's expensive to make. So. Yeah, I wonder what that. Yeah, I mean, none of their cars are, are newer than twenty years old, are they? And that's what they're blowing yeah. up. Mm. Whack a few guns on some Datsuns. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Twisted Metal had a budget of seventy-two million. Okay, that's actually so. What's mm. that? Seven million episode, which is that is not nothing. Well, when you consider that Last of Us what had ten million an episode. Which might have pushed yeah. out because they talked about doing ten episodes for ten million. Uh, yeah, ten for ten, so hundred million dollar budget. So if you're looking at mm. seventy, that's, a, that's yeah. Yeah, I mean Obi Wan Kenobi uh, cost ninety million. Um, so I mean it's it's in the ballpark of streaming what the budgets. Fuck, are they paying seventy million for? That is the question. The music, it? bro. That's what I'm telling you. What <laughs> other shows yeah. give you hits after hits like fucking mm, bop? Bloody Barbie Girl handsome, by Aqua. Yeah. Come on, man. We even get a little, what is it? Um, oh, yeah, Champagne Supernova by Oasis in that first episode. Oh, yeah. Glorious. Yep. That's where it's at. Hmm. All the mm. things she said. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, that, look, uh, uh, look I, I'm glad there was a queer couple in the show. Um all the things she said specifically, though, fuck <laughs> that song for this choice. Like, the half of that band so is majorly bad. homophobic. Like, I, I don't know what you were thinking with that one. Who's um, the band? But, uh, Tattoo. Uh, one of them ended up being, like, a like radically anti-gay uh, person. Were they the Russian? Were they Russian? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Are yeah, they, just a, a fun fact. There you go. <laughs> Trivia. All right. Um, should, we wrap, should we wrap it up? I think so. I think that's a really elegant summation of Twisted Metal, the Peacock Um, production. Yeah, not good, but kind of enjoyable. (laughs) So I think we're all, given the uh, context and how you can watch this, we're all saying we recommend watching this. Maybe you'll jive with it, maybe you won't. I mean, I guess we probably say that about most things, but... I don't think you should give it more than an episode if it doesn't click in the premiere for you. I I don't think the tone of it changes. Two tops. Um, mm. I, I do think it's much the same. It, it it doubles down on everything that you won't like or will like Correct. about that first few episodes. Mm. So, Cool. All right. Uh, you'll be able to check out the review on the website. Uh, yeah. Uh, are you are you surprised, actually, just speaking of reviews, are you surprised, surprised by the critical response to this? Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, 60, perfectly mixed, 66% on Rotten Tomatoes? Mm-hmm. That's a lot higher than what I was probably initially expecting. Me too. Yeah, me too. Um, I was maybe expecting in the 40s, I would say. Yeah. But were you also, was any part of that prediction or assumption based off of that premiere trailer we got during the Game Awards? Because that really <laughs> set my expectations um, onto the floor. So a anything was kind of better than that. So a combination of, I know, I think, I think like film critics in general, maybe a little bit harsh. Um, sure. 
I also think that vi- video game adaptations are notoriously not good. Um, mm. This that trailer then looked linked into that part of it where it didn't look that good. And then me watching the first three episodes going, this is not that good. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah, but good on it. You know, people like it, so that's good. I'm just glad that they stuck to those those shorter episodes because they could have so easily just bloated this fucker out. Mm, mm. What did you think of the, um, the clear CGI driving when he's fanging around the corners and stuff? And mm. <laughs> Look, let's... I'm kind of almost glad that we didn't see more car combat in this because it just... I yeah. feel like we're going to see an overall quality drop. It seems like they just saved the best for two moments in the entire season. That's all you're going to get. Everything else in between, wishy-washy. All right, before um, you... No, you go. Please, please go. No, uh, you talked about CGI, but like uh, the one of the lesbian couples, she had like the, the Twister? race car. I think yeah, Twister. Yeah, but that's, what, that's, sure. what I was, that's what I was talking about at the beginning. Oh, okay, like yeah. They kind of threw... Because she's from the games, isn't she? I guess so. I think she. I, yeah. I thought she was. Um, okay. But her her little car doing little CGI fucking flippity flips. I was like, yeah. oh boy. Oh, what yeah. are we doing here? Also, the way they sped up footage to make the cars look like they were going faster when they, it, I, it just anyway is what it is. <laughs> All right. Before we go, favorite character from the season. Granny Dread. <laughs> Come on. Sure. The well, Granny also, Sutra? Also, Baby. that whole concept of the trucks never stopping and they're just connecting, docking mm. one another. Well, it's very fast and furious. I was down for it. Yeah. That's the kind of like heightened shit that I'm okay with though in in this show. Like you, you set up a cartoonish apocalypse, give me cartoonish fucking outlaws living their lives, right? I, I don't mind that. Where fucking um, turds power the power cars now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Why not? Sure. <laughs> uh, my favorite character was the, the gay botanist. Okay. Yeah. I, I quite yeah. liked Sweet Tooth. That's fair. But then I didn't like Sweet Tooth. It's because there was so much hit and miss moments. Yeah. I, I really like that that dark. I mean, he's always been a bit of a dark character, but like I really love that sinister sort of take on him. But then when he went a bit fucking loopy, I was like. Can't but he yeah. just wants friends and attention. Just wants someone He's to like his. He's got a big heart. Just wants someone to like his show about his show tunes. Yeah. What was his? No, his show was about like the hotel. Remember that the in-house experience or something? Wasn't the in-house? Yeah, it was meant to be oh, like the most mundane yeah. bullshit he could possibly conceive. Yeah, the fucking the the concept of the joke of like, oh, a big burly man is going to put on a dress and go like, oh, you can go shopping. I was just like, fuck it, come on. Like it's it's just I don't know cheap sheets, but. Sweet tooth. Mm. Sweet tooth. All right. Cool. Shout outs to Stan Australia. Shout outs to Peacock. Shout outs to all the other birds that uh, are involved in the making of this show. Cockatoos, <laughs> mate. Yeah. Oh, the cockies, mate. I didn't know to wreak havoc. Actually, last question, final, final question. If you were in Twisted Metal, what car would you use? Wow, you really come out of left field with that one because we ain't car folks, man. No. What, what you think I am? You know what? Well, it's going to be a whole Commodore, isn't it? What's that? Nathan's no going knows. a Commodore. I'm yep. going to go Mitsubishi Magna because those things can run forever if you take care of them. 
take care Stuff of them. Mate's getting blasted with bullets. Yeah. You can sleep in the back. They're pretty bit big, you know? Hmm. Yeah, he likes a bit of boot space. I'm going to yeah. go like a Land Cruiser or something. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're going to go ideal, I was more thinking actually, what's going to be available. I thought I thought Zach would be more of a Porsche boy. <laughs> I mean, is that practical in, in Twisted Metal? No. I don't know, like. Nah. Is it practical in Twisted Metal, mate? Nothing in this show <laughs> is practical. What are you talking about? Well, do I want to go a fucking Cybertruck? A, a sexy Optimus. All right. Don't get <laughs> don't get fucking James started. All right. We do cool. have time for that. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, you can check out the rest of the other content of Well Played on www.well-played.com.au. Check out the DLC podcast that we do weekly. Other than that, uh, enjoy Twisted Metal or do not. Uh, we shall see you it's next really time. It's really up to you. They even say Twisted Metal in the show. Get around they that do. shit. Good old Neve Campbell dropping it in there. Shout outs to her. Big fan of the... Fucking love Neves. Catch her. I like... Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm going. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>